family it's your girl the radical redhead no ordinary church girl Cole Phillips coming to you yet again with another you know what I say I say it all the time I'm going to do it for the rest of your life or as long as you listen another fire episode of no ordinary church girl candid conversations on love pain and everything in between family let's do this knock nation what's going down we are hmm like, I don't even know how many days to Christmas because I don't count. Cause I don't care. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not help. That's Jesus's. Well, you know, it's not technically Jesus's birthday. Okay. I'm not going to go there. Y'all just excuse me. I'm, I'm working on my, my mind, which leads me to what our topic is today. But before I do that, it's only fair because I have a guest today. We're gonna have a little fun. Uh, let's drop some news you absolutely cannot use. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. Yeah, so um, I don't even know if I said it right. I'm telling you, my mind is playing tricks on me. If you're a Scarface fan or if you're too young to know who he is, look him up. And yes, I said it as a Christian woman. I listen to Scarface. Okay, I get revelation from everything. That's not the point. All right, the point is this. I have a guest and we're going to have some fun with some news you absolutely cannot use. Tara Robinson is in the house. Tara, say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. Hey. <laughs> She's like, hey. I'm over here thinking, my mind's playing tricks on me. There you go. See, that's for them, them youngins. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Look it up. The millennials, I think. I don't even think they know. Well, they may know about him. They you know, I don't know. I'm not I'm sure what the exact range me to neither. declare if you're a millennial or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, me, me neither. You know, it's interesting. So... Uh, yeah. So here's my news you absolutely cannot use. This is my therapy. Okay. okay? And for those of you who don't know, uh, Tara is the founder. And you don't know because I'm telling you. <laughs> she's the founder of the Black Heart Association. She's going to tell you more about that. She's my sister. She's my friend. We have known each other. We've known of each other for actually a few years. But I would say over the course of this last year and then some, we've grown closer. It's been exciting. Yes, it has. And um, Facebook memories, I think one of our yes, brush did. days popped up. Yes, I, like, yes. I know. Look at old Facebook. Sometimes those memories are okay. Other times I don't want to be reminded. You know, just saying. Mm, that needs, it needs to be a filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. I'm just saying. <laughs> so Tara is also responsible for the reason DeMario, as you always know, I talk about him now, why he's in my life. Jesus. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, say thank you to Mario next time you see her. Yes, and please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. So your babies are grown. Lucky you. My babies are grown. So, thank God so, for that. Yeah. So, so how's Christmas for you? What, what does that look like? Christmas for me is changing this year. Yeah. Because I have grandbabies. You do. And I swear I'm... Yeah, I'm still kind of processing that word. Well, because, yeah, I mean, you guys can't see her right now, but she ain't you know, like no grandma. She look like a nana, you know, with a, a yaya, nana, whatever they be yaya. saying now. I don't yeah, know. a teet well, There you go. Know. I don't know about that. Something, I don't know. Yeah, but I get it. Like, yeah. you don't look like a grandma. It's it, different. I think it's because when we were coming up, grandma was, you know, 60, right? Grandma was 65, 70, right? Yeah. Now grandma's like 35. And I'm like, that's not... That's, That's not okay. Yeah, that it's been trending. <laughs> yeah, it's it has. been trending. And uh, even though my daughter is 
28. I'm mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So not, but I'm, I'm not going to go there. I'm a young grandmother. Like, I'm not going to go there. Go there. How, how old? You sound like my mother. How old are you now? <laughs> What's your age, girl? I don't know. I can't keep track of y'all no more. I don't even remember my age sometimes. I think I'm four, I'm about to be 47, I believe. So I you am believe? a young grandmother. I believe. Last year, Father. I just totally forgot. Frederick. I'm calling out the hubby. I totally forgot. He said, baby, that's not your age. I, I was literally like telling people I was 45, 44. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. He said, did you forget how old you are? I said, I don't know if that was intentional. <laughs> I don't know. See, I love this series, Mind Games. I'm telling y'all, you're going to enjoy this new series. We're going to be all up in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, Christmas for me is frustrating. And here's why. My sons, I love them, though. I love them because they they are not the kind of kids, oh, I want this, I want that, I want this, right? They don't do that, which is which is cool because there's no pressure or it's not really pressure, but it's just like, no, you're not getting that. I'm not doing all that, right? But at the same time, they don't tell me nothing. Mm. So they make me feel like I'm not the most observant mother. And don't look at me like that. I mean, I very well may not be. That's very possible. Like I observe certain things and then other things I don't. I mean, that's a constant irritant of mister, I think, is that I get this, you're not, see, you don't be listening. Mm. It's not that I don't listen. It's just after a while, I just kind of fade away. Like my mind, I do. I got to work on that. I admit it. That's a flaw, you know. I don't think it's a flaw. I think it's uh, some people are just gifted with the gift of observation. I, thank you. Mm-hmm. I like that. See, that's why you're here. You yeah. make me feel better about I'm so glad I can help. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so so they're like not really giving me anything. So first of all, can I just say the Christmas tree is not even really decorated still? That's probably pretty bad, isn't it? I believe that Christmas is Tuesday. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, technically, it's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday. It's okay. Because the 23rd. Look, I don't even know. The 23rd is, is, is Monday. Twenty yeah. third is Monday, twenty fourth. Okay, you yeah. could be. Right. You know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. The twenty. See, don't actually, feel so bad. Actually, when this, know. when when the people hear this, it's actually going to be the twenty third. So there you go. Okay. There you go. Well, you have time. That's the good thing. Mm-mm, nah. You don't have. I, I'm not. You know, look here, people. Let me just say this: decorating, not so much my thing. Not really that person. Okay. I look at Pinterest and I say, oh, that looks nice. Let me go find it. Right? So you don't want to hire anybody to come do your tree? No. I mean, that's a big thing happening, no. trending now is people are hiring people Why to come in I and do. pay somebody? There are tree. certain things that I will pay for. That's not I will not pay you to decorate my tree because I'm lazy. Now, there are certain things that just, because that's just what it is. Let's call it what it is. I'm lazy. Okay. I just don't, I just, I don't want to. Right. And then I got to take it back down. And I got boys who kind of like, eh, they're not, they don't have that feminine side of them where they're, they're, ooh, I want to decorate. Right. right. Um, and I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say feminine, but you know what I mean? The sensitive side of that, 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 whatever. Right. That ain't them. They're, they're truly men's men, boys, boys, whatever you want to call it. They don't care. They're just like, it's up, it's up, it's not, it's not. And if they do care, they haven't communicated it. They haven't said anything. Yeah. I got it. I knew what you were saying. So okay, it's okay. All right. Good deal. Yeah. See, y'all see I'm struggling. You see how much I'm, I just need you to understand that. And then, and then I ain't got a gift. Now, I have not. I am so horrible with shopping. I don't know if I hoard my money. I don't want to say that. That sounds awful. No, you just I'm don't just, like to I'm shop. I'm more and more, con- I'm really at this age more conscious of how I spend my money. So yeah. I'm all about generational wealth with you, which you, you yes, have been touching yes, on lately. Yes, yes, yes. And so for my grandchildren, I bought stock. Oh. So that's what I'm giving them for 
their gift. I bought um, some Bitcoins and some Nike stock. So I want to buy a little piece of that every Christmas and every birthday. No, I like that. So I'm trying to be more intentional with my gifts instead of wasteful giving. Right. Like socks and panties. I understand. But I guess that wouldn't be wasteful. I really don't know. I'm just not a big... (laughs) I I don't know. I, I just want meaningful things. Right. That will last a lifetime. See, okay, so that's how I feel about travel. And that's how I feel about, um, I had recently posted, just like you said, about me and my son having a conversation about credit. Um, That was really fun for me. Just the fact that he was curious and he was like, okay, so I'm always messing up debit versus credit. I was like, oh, honey, this is real easy. Debit is your money. Uh You maybe made money from wherever you made it from, but that's yours. Once it's gone, it's gone. Credit, it's somebody else's and they'll give you more as you show yourself responsible. So take it if you asked me for $1,000 and you were really quick to return it. You came back and asked me for $1,500. I'm like, well, you returned the the $1,000 really quick. So, okay, I'm cool with giving you $1,500. So just that conversation, his little eyes is lit up like, oh, okay. So that's what you should give him for Christmas. You're Add no. him to your credit card as a trade line. Give him some credit. Well, okay, so I did think about that. Uh-huh. I did, and I told him that. I said, I am thinking of doing that for you, right? Um, and he was like, oh, you know, his little eyes lit up. But trust me, they are still at the age where where's, where's the tangible thing I can open up and see? <laughs> but as for me, like gift giving, yeah, or getting. So they don't want any type of shoe. They don't want Oh, oh my oldest, equipment. yes, ma'am. No, no, my oldest... Straight up acting like the athlete who got all the money already. So, mom, I really want to go to Nike and like just get totally fitted out in Nike. So, like, sir, I need you to totally get sponsored by Nike and they can just send it to you. How about that? Because you fitted mm. out all in Nike is like two hundred dollars the way you do this it. Is true. Well, excuse or more. me. I'm sorry. Uh, I would say four hundred because right. the shoes alone sometimes can be right there that he likes, and then everything else. Right. I'm like, okay, so that's your whole entire gift, your outfit. Does that make sense, son? That you're going to grow out of. Because he's still growing. So what are you going to do? I don't know. The pressure. But you know what? The I stress think, of I, Christmas. Yes. But then here's the other stress. See, the, this is where it gets fun. It's not going to be fun for Mr. Because by the time this airs, Christmas will have passed. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, this is not dun, good. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so yeah, Christmas for the last nine years has been booty. Booty. And this Christmas. Yeah, huh? I can't sing. It's okay. Don't sing. But it will be what? I don't know. This should be good. <laughs> you should look forward to this Christmas. That's why I put it to Jesus. Christmas. That's why I put it on Jesus. I'm like, it's Jesus' birthday. Well, technically, it ain't his birthday. And then that started happening. My mind was like, well, technically, it ain't his birthday. You know, biblically, he was not born. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? This is where we have decided we were going to celebrate the birth of our Savior. But it represents something positive. It does represent It brings families together. Amen. Time together. Come on, Tara. Work on my mind, girl. What's new? Mine's been around almost two years. It ain't new. This is the first Christmas together, though, right? Or did I miss a Christmas? You missed a Christmas. Technically, that Christmas we went really. Right. So this is the first Christmas. (laughs) I, I knew I didn't miss a Christmas. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so well, this Christmas will be a Christmas, a very special Christmas. A Christmas. I'm like bah humbugging. I Stop apologize. it! I see. I am. I am not going for it today. Amen. Amen. Tis the season to be jolly. There you go. She's just a smile, and I can't wait for you guys to see how she's looking. It's just great. She's got a little faith hat on. It's just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. This is why I love you. 
But no, I'm, I'm, I am honestly, I'm totally like teasing because I'm putting everybody in a tizzy when they hear this. It's just going to be fun because I want to do that. Because uh, <laughs> we love to debate what Christmas is truly about. It's a big debate about that. And it's exhausting. Just it's be exactly, happy, people. Right. It's an opportunity to share and enjoy and just, you know, enjoy one another. Right. Yes. And Yeah. So I don't know what Christmas, I mean, it's a lot going on. My boys are just working my nerves. I think I'm just working my own nerves because I'm looking at the house like, it's not festive in here. It's just whatever. So change it. <laughs> I may. Call some of your girlfriends over and have I'm us tired. help you decorate and quit that whining call. Amen. Because I don't whine. See, that? that's a very, there it is. So you see how you, you know how you fix me? Let me tell y'all. This is for anybody who has the opportunity. Proximity is privilege. If you have the privilege to be in my presence, you like that? Proximity is privilege. And like if that. you have the privilege to be in my presence, and I give you the authority to speak to me a certain way, because you got to have the authority, right? Which Tara does. I don't like the word whine. If you say it, I will quickly, like my back will get straight. It's like you just slapped me or something and oh. just brought me back. I hate that word. I don't hate use hate word. very often, but that's one of the words I hate. So when someone tells me I'm whining, when I tell you, I'm like, oh no, okay. If that's what you hear, <laughs> let me fix that right now. So with that said, there's your news you absolutely cannot use. I am just trying to find myself Christmas. <laughs> But I think a lot of people are. I don't think you're alone. <sighs> Christmas is hard. It's such a depressing and stressful season. It really is. Because we do get caught up in, do I have enough to please my and children? And was that enough? You know? Yeah. 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 I, I agree. I agree. I think that's why. Like my for mom years just literally texted me before I came and she was like, what can I get Frederick for Christmas? And I'm like, mom, we're grown. You don't have to spend your money on us. And that's how I feel. And that's when how it comes I to feel. my mom. Yeah. I'm like, no, you mom. Know, notice I said when it comes to my mom. <laughs> I did not say anything about the significant other. I just said my mother. <laughs> so are you getting your significant other something? Are you I expecting him do. to get you something? Absolutely. What? I don't care. <laughs> are you sure? No, like real talk. Does it have I to be care. big or does mm -mm, it need to be mm -mm, just, just get me something. something? I'm more that way with Valentine's. Are you? I am. Okay. I'm that see, person. Yeah, I can see that. And that's okay. See, Valentine's Day, I'm just like, let's do something nice dinner wise. Really? But, but we do that all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not really special because I want a I mean, special we, Valentine. There you go. Like, yeah, something over the top, something crazy. No, well, all right. No Let's pressure. travel. No pressure, Frederick. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure, guys. But he knows Step you. Your so game he up. knows. A to the man. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, no, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see what you would get for Christmas. I don't, and I don't care. Like, well, I don't want no coal. Let me be, you know, I know my name is coal, but don't give me the C O A L. <laughs> Like, don't do that. I do care. Let Are you get. a big jewelry person? <sighs> you know, over bag the years, I've got... No, girl, if you 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 would get on me if you've seen some of the bags. I I, I don't I, carry bags. Yeah, I'm not a bag person. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think what it is, is I like to see that <laughs> for the person who needs to work on being... <laughs> Being a person who observed things, uh -huh. <laughs> this is really funny, but I'm going to say it. I'd like to know that you paid attention. So, like, the gift that you give says you've paid attention to me. Like I like you, that. So, it doesn't have to be extravagant or anything like uh -huh. that. It's just, did you pay attention? Like, I can tell it's something that you've paid attention to when I've said something. Don't look at me like that. I know. The person who don't have a problem listening. Exactly. <laughs> I am complex, okay? I am a complex being. I admit it. I am a lot. I'm telling Pray for Demario. <laughs> prayers for you tomorrow <laughs> go forth in peace sir ah <sighs> okay guys i'm gonna quit wearing you out this is my therapy though i, I say like this it. all the time it's my therapy 
I don't know if they're going to use it or if you're going to be like, you know what? I fail you. Thank you for saying that out loud. You're welcome. I don't mind. So there you go. I'm done. That's our news. You absolutely can So what is his gift? If, if his gift is going to be based on whether or not he pays attention to you, what is your gift based on? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean? Like, I don't know what his gift is. Like, well, I don't know if that's something. <laughs> Have you been paying attention? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I you know attention. what his likes and dislikes. Yeah. And... yeah, yeah. That I got down. Okay. But yeah, I just... And he's interesting to, to shop for anyway. Like, first of all, so men just are like, more difficult than women. They I are. Think. I, I think the issue, too, for me is um, he shows like no freaking emotion. Mm. So, like, you don't even know if he really likes it. Like, I'd be like, uh, did I, is <laughs> did it I wrong? Miss the mark? Right. Cause it'll be, he'd be so busy. How did you, when did you, uh, what, dude, thank you. Can we start there? Are you excited? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Like, no, he wants to know when you had the time to do it without him. So he wanted to go with you. Whatever. Good try. Amen. Maybe you should be our counselor. <laughs> <laughs> he to so go I think for you, me, it, it's going to be interesting to see, like, just the response that I get. Like, he even said, I don't really get excited over much. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Mm. That's true. I'm like, why is that? Now, I, I disagree. Well, he said not much. I think the much is you. I think you just spending time with him is his presence. Say thank you, Demario, when you see Tara. Because I I have seen how he lights up when he's in your presence. I think that is his gift. Wrap you up, honey. Ah! Put a big bow on you. Oh, I'm sorry. This is no ordinary church girl. Please forgive me. No, she's talking to the married side. See, that's the joy of being married. (laughs) Wrap it up, honey. Unwrap me. See, she can, she can say that. She yes. can say that because it's she's married. Lucky. That's okay. We'll, we'll trial and error. Trial we'll and error. Trust me. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> so there you are, guys. Uh, hopefully you got a little bit of a release and enjoyment out of my my Christmas. It's not about humbug. It's my Christmas. I don't know what I'm doing. There you go. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to transition into you, ma'am. No. Put the hot cocoa down me. You already know. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's time to talk about you. I'm just saying. Huh? So. Let's talk. I'm excited. So today we're talking. I've got a new series started, guys, called Mind Games. And um, the reason I chose that is because a lot of the stress, just like we got through talking about, a lot of the stress that we deal with today has a lot to do with our thoughts. A lot to do with our thoughts. Now, of course, our thoughts in turn determine our actions and what we end up following through with. And of course, how you eat and how you uh, take care, how you take care of your relationships, yourself, like all of that starts with your mind. And oftentimes, I think a lot of us don't realize how much we are messing with our own selves. It's not even so much what others are doing. It's what we are allowing to resonate and sit in our, in our heads. And so, um, I'm excited to have you on, ma'am, because this encompasses a lot of the work that you do. And she has an awesome story. So I'm going to put you on the spot because I definitely want people to hear how you got to Black Heart Association. Like I said earlier, Tara is the founder of Black Heart Association. And there's a huge story testimony behind it. Yes. And uh, let's just start there. So tell the people, how how did you get here? Uh, how did I get here? Let's see. It started back... In 2013, for me, um, I was healthy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, my I started having these symptoms. Well, I didn't call them symptoms then. I just 
these weird things were happening in my body. And so my left arm began to go numb and my neck started to bother me. And I thought I hit it too hard in the gym. Mm. But Frederick said, no, I don't think so. I don't think you go that hard. But I kept saying, you know, well, something is off with this arm and this neck of mine. And I kept thinking, well, maybe we we began to diagnose me, me mm-hmm. and my husband. We really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's self-diagnosis. Yes. Get out the WebMD. Don't do it. So we were really like, oh, maybe I slept on that side too long. So I seriously began to sleep on the other side, wow. which was my left side. And I started to sleep on my right side. Mm-hmm. And so I began that. And then I would take it easy in the gym. But my left arm and my neck just continued to happen. It happened on, off and on. It wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. But during Christmas of 2013, wow. it became consistent. And then my feet started getting really dark. And my feet had been dark for a while because my sister had noticed it like maybe a couple of years back before this even happened. And so and that's what people should know is that heart disease, it shows up way before the heart attack. And so um, she said, you know, you should go to the doctor. And I said, yeah, I'll wait. Uh I wait. I wait. I was like so here, like yeah. And so yeah. I went. No, I wait. No, I wait. And not knowing at that time, a woman was dying every sixty seconds from mm. heart disease. So uh, when I talk about this and go out and speak, I tell people you're on the clock and you're unaware of it. Mm. And we can't hear the tick tock because we're so busy doing life. And I was busy just doing life, just running through it, not yeah. not having a respect of time or anything. So in January, I go every year. To my well woman. Same I don't here. miss Same a doctor's. Here. If I get sick, I'm not that person that's going to put it off. I'm yeah. going to go right then and see what's going on. Yeah. So I went to the doctor in January at the end of January. So remind you, this is November. I'm starting to recognize the signs. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of January, I go to the doctor and I explain to her what's going on with my arm and my neck. And she said, well, let me check your records and, you know, let's go over your medical history. So I have no history of high cholesterol or high blood pressure, she chalked it up to just being stressed. Mm. So, of course, me thinking, well, you're the doctor. You went to school for this. You know, whatever. I said, well, maybe I am stressed. I had a, My son was a senior that mm-hmm. year. He mm-hmm. was on that nerve, you know, that last nerve. He was mm-hmm. resting mm-hmm. on it. So I said, hmm, I could be she stressed. Resting <laughs> on it. Yes, he just laid out there. And so I left there thinking that every time my arm and my neck started to bother me, that I was stressed and I needed to control that because I was a teacher too, working with kids with behavior mm, issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, ran to the gym or I tried to take a nap or, you know, just anything to try to alleviate these symptoms. And yeah. so God kept me from January to April, uh, April 10th. I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and I had every symptom of a heart attack, every textbook symptom of a heart attack. Wow. My arm was numb. My neck was bothering me. I was hot. I was clammy. I needed to throw up. Uh, my upper back was in pain. Wow. And my chest felt like a pill was stuck. You know, you'll hear men say they have pain, but for women, it's much different. Mm-hmm. And so I said, set up in my bed, and I told my husband, something is wrong. And I'm so sorry, no ordinary church girl who's viewers, listeners. <laughs> Uh, me and my husband was not married at that time. I got you. No, that's and good. So, they need to know the yeah, good, yeah. the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it wasn't good. So we, I sat up and I said, something's wrong. And he said, well, do you need to go to the doctor? 
the emergency room? And I said, yes, because as women, one thing we know is our bodies. Yes, we do. And so I said, yes, because this is different for me. Mm-hmm. So we got up. We didn't think to call 911. We run to the emergency room, the closest one to us. And mm-hmm. we go there and I feel fine. Like I'm talking to you now. I was just talking. Wow. And I was going through the symptoms. And so told the emergency worker what what that was, the nurse, and they connect to EKG. And then they run a series of tests. And I remember the doctor coming out and he said, well, you're too young to be having a heart attack. Hmm. And I said, you right about it, baby, because I'm what? Those those two words literally went in one ear and out of the other Mm -hmm. because I've never been sick, only in the hospital to have my children. Mm -hmm. So for this to happen to me, I'm like, baby, and you see this body? Okay. I'm little. I'm small. Taking care of myself. Yes. I'm not obese and I'm not white. Right. So I'm not understanding. Right. And so I left there with uh, about 6 a.m. with directions to follow up with my primary care doctor, which is really just kind of put off putting people off to me now Mm -hmm. that I look back at it. And so I was going to call. I got up and I went to work. I had to be at work at nine. I left there at six, went to work at nine. And then I had another, I called them incidents Mm. in the classroom, in my classroom in front of my students. And so I fell to my knees and my, I just so happened to have an aide in my class because we work with kids with behavior. And so she came and uh, tried to help me off the floor. And I said, no, 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 I'm just having another episode or wow. another incident or whatever. And she said, I don't know what's going on. But she ran out to call 911. By 911, by the time the emergency crew gets there, I'm sitting up in my chair. I feel better. Wow. I'm done. Yeah, I was too. But every time I got a little weaker. And so that TikTok, I still wasn't hearing it, Cole. I was still like... I don't know what this is, right? but whatever it is, oh, it comes and goes. right? And so the emergency fire department arrived first and then they do an EKG and nothing. It became my choice if I wanted to go to the emergency room or not. So they called Frederick because I wasn't going. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it just comes and goes. It'll be all right. And so I went because he insisted that I go. And when God brings somebody into your life. And I was going to say oh. that because if to know her husband and to know what his level of gifting is and his expertise when it comes to the body, like God knew what he was doing, he putting knew. him with you. So I, I, I was thinking that the whole time you were talking. Go ahead. Something about the perfect alignment, but we I'm can talk about that later. Yes. And so I get to the emergency room and I'm still feeling fine. And the cardiologist comes out and I ask her, why am I seeing you? And she said, because the symptoms you're describing is like you had a heart attack. And I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? There's those words again Mm -hmm. and I'm not receiving them at all. Right. And so she said, well, we really have no reason to keep you because nothing is showing up on the test. Mm. I said, oh, no. I've been through this too many times. Yes, I yeah. said, y'all going to keep me because I don't know what's wrong, but I don't want people to think I'm making this up or I need some type of attention. That's what I was going through <laughs> on my head. My husband like, what's really going on? Got to love that vein side, yeah. right? No, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't her. I don't need y'all to be feeling sorry for me. Mm-mm. So I was like, <laughs> keep me, do some running. But I didn't realize I was advocating for my care. I just mm-hmm. wanted to, I didn't want nobody to think I was just making this up for some I don't know why that was a thought even in my head Mm -hmm. and so uh, she said well let me run one more test and so they run a a heart enzyme test in a series of three she said the the, um, your levels are so slight it's still not a reason for me to keep you they're slightly elevated and I said well I prefer that you do and so they kept me overnight and they take this test two more times and she said if it comes back high again that means you've had a heart attack yeah and so the tests come back normal. 
And I'm like, okay, what's really going on? Right. But I wasn't questioning because I hate the hospital. So Same I was here. ready to go home. Right. So 11 o'clock cl- came on the 12th. Mm-hmm. So that was the 10th I had one. The 11th I had another. And then the 12th I was released from the, you know, the hospital. Yeah. Went home and went right back to do what we do as women. Cleaning up the house. Take a matter of fact, business. yes, I was cleaning up my shower, meeting with friends as they were coming in and out. And so I was cleaning my shower. The bottom of it. I remember this like yesterday. I was on my knees and I crawled into the bedroom and told my husband, I felt like I was yelling, like it's happening again. Yeah. Frederick, Frederick. And he said I wasn't yelling. He just so happened to come into the room Mm. and I was on my knees and he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I just want to take a nap because I know that they don't know what's going on with me at the hospital. And he tried to get me up and I couldn't get up because I was weaker. And he said, you don't get to die on me today. Mm. We're going to get you back to the emergency room. So had he not said that and I would have laid down to rest, I would have not been sitting here talking yeah. to you, Cole. Yeah. And so we rushed back. We stopped and got gas. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the Lord was on <laughs> the these jokers' side. You hear me? Y'all be playing. I tell you, Jesus be with you. Listen, because I didn't think. We wasn't thinking it was my life was on the line. We're still not thinking that this is a heart attack. Why would it be a heart attack at 40 years old, young African, you know, female, African-American female? So we didn't call 911. We jumped in the car. We stopped and got gas. And then he was speeding. I said, I'm going to die if you don't slow down. I hate when people drive crazy with me in the passenger side. It gives me huge anxiety. So that's what I was thinking about. Right, right. But when I get to the emergency room, it's different this time. All the symptoms are still there. My left arm is still numb. My neck is still bothering me. I'm still hot, clammy, needing to throw up. And I do this time, which is Mm. different from all the other times. And so... uh, Frederick is sitting there looking at a nervous break. I'm looking crazy. Everybody's looking. So they connect me with the EKG and this time they make the announcement. I felt like it was on the PA system to let everybody in the emergency room know you're having a massive heart attack. Wow. And I'm like, Cold wow. Red. Wow. They code blew me actually. And people from all over coming over. I'm like, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. But that means emergency is happening. So everybody needs to come. I didn't, yeah. I thought it meant if you're dead. Right. That's what so, I'm used to hearing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, my mom comes in about that time and she says, well, I'm just going to run out and call your grandmother because I come from a praying family. Yeah. And so before she can even come back, I didn't get to say bye to my mom. I don't even really remember what I said to Frederick, but I know my kids wasn't there. And, you know, the, the cardiologist comes out. He says, we have no time to wait on family. We have to go. This is an emergency. Right. So people think that life and death happens the way we expect it to. But I just remember going down that cold corridor hallway with nothing on the walls surrounded by complete strangers Mm -hmm. and now my life is in their hands but I'm still not thinking I'm still tripping out on the fact that they said I was having a massive heart attack and so I'm still not thinking death is in my future but God showed me a glimpse of everything before I got on that table and so um Got on the table and they began to do the surgery. And you can see you're up the entire time. And yes, I had a beautiful nurse from New Orleans. I'll never forget her accent tickled me. And we were in there cracking jokes. And she said, well, he's about to tamper with your heart. You're going to feel a little pressure. And I can talk about the press, the pressure, the presser foot that we put on our hearts in different circumstances. Yes. When you talk about the mind. Oh, I can talk about it, but I'm not. So he's, she says, he's going to tamper with your heart a little bit. You're going to feel some pressure. And in that moment, I, I died and go to heaven. 
it was so seamless. Like I didn't have time to even be scared of the pressure she was talking or the, you know, anything, the discomfort she said I might feel. I didn't have even time to think or react to it. I was gone. Wow. And just like the bricks in this wall, the bricks were white, just a beaming white when I heard my name being called three times because I knew exactly where I was because I wasn't worried about my children. I wasn't worried about my mom, my family, my sisters. I, my mind was clear, was at peace. So that mm-hmm. peace they talk about, that's our pet, truly is what we'll experience on the other side. And so I was called back here three times and to find out I had 99% blockage in my main artery known as the widow maker. I should not be here today when people die every 40 seconds from a heart attack. Um, The doctors are still puzzled on why I'm still standing. My stent that they placed in my heart is now blocked 100%. Um, Wow. And that's because I work, well, what saved my life in that incident when it blocked is because I do work out and take a little bit care of myself now. Yes, you do. And yes, you uh, do. it created its own collateral arteries, and that's how I'm sitting here with you today. And that's how we arrived at the Black Heart Association because what I realized is that not enough information is getting to minority people about what heart disease truly looks like. It's compounded. It's complex. And we need the knowledge and we need the education because they say we lack education, They say we don't know. And I have to agree with that because I did not know what I was facing. Then we don't even want to get into the uh, unfairness of health care, the inequalities and all the inequities that we face in health care that we have to deal with. I say that they're killing us when you don't alarm, don't sound the alarm to tell me I have heart disease or that I'm at risk for it. So that's that's what we're facing. And then it, uh, I actually started the nonprofit in 2017 called Rock Your Heart, but I was raising money and giving it back to American Heart, which is fine because we need their, what they do is major. They're a yeah. massive organization and they study science like no other. But we have been talking about heart disease over 100 years now mm-hmm. as being a number one killer. Yeah. And so um, my organization, I said, well, you know what, let me stop and pray because the people that were closest to me were being affected, but they wasn't getting the information they needed. And so I left Rock Your Heart alone for a second. And my answer came to me in March of this year when my brother-in-law dropped dead in front of my niece and nephew at the age of 38 from a massive heart attack. And I literally went to my own funeral call. Wow. When I was carrying his black suit to the car, that's when I found it, Black Heart Association. God just dropped it in my spirit. And he said, this effort is so, it's going to take a massive party of people, not just me, but I'm just yeah. the seed yeah. to yeah. plant it, but it will be, it will live beyond me. Uh, so know where you stand when it comes to heart disease, because half of America has heart disease. Yeah. And, and the thing is, when, so when my mother had her stroke, mm-hmm. They misdiagnosed her with vertigo. So the thing that really got me was not only was she misdiagnosed, she had already had a stroke. So when you tell me misdiagnosis and then she has a massive stroke and the blessing is hers, um, there is no. And I say blessing because I'm going back to what you said. I don't want these people thinking I'm this, that and the other. And that's a lot of what happens to us in terms of the stresses of life. What we were just talking about with Christmas, right? Stress is a humongous part of what happens to the heart. And many people do not take that into consideration. No. How you choose to communicate. When you hold stuff in, yes. you're bringing stress upon your heart. You're bringing stress upon... Oh, my gosh. It's a killer. It's not just a killer uh, physically, but a killer mentally. So when you internalize your stress, 
internalize your pain, childhood trauma, whatever, domestic violence, whatever you don't speak about is internalizing. And that begins to a slow death, a slow and painful death. And that's why a lot of us end up with heart disease and cancer and everything else because Absolutely. we internalize. Absolutely. And so I think that right. when you think about um, stress for me, so when I had my last car accident uh, back in 2016, I got hit from behind. And the crazy part is when I think about that moment, like I, I relive it every time I'm in the car and somebody gets too close to me, right. that anxiety builds up. And I, I've had to try to find ways like just relax, relax. But I just remember the speed that man was coming. And all I kept saying was, yeah, I'm gone right. because the speed that he was coming, I felt like he was going to go through my car and I have an SUV, but he had mm-hmm. a bigger one. So I'm like, he's, he's going to go through this car. I'm gone. Right. But because I saw him coming in my mind, I'm going through all these different things. Right. I'm tensing up. Right. And although I didn't hit my head when he hit me because I was in the mindset that I was and I tensed up and everything I did to my body. Right. Right. I caused what's called uh, what's called the gliosis scar, which I still have to, to this day. It, but it mimics stroke like symptoms. So, and I knew nothing about it until it was like a few days after the accident. Of course, they talk about whiplash and being stiff and things of that nature. But again, we women are more proactive about knowing our bodies. And I just knew, I'm like, this is weird. Like, what is this numbness I'm experiencing? And because my mother had a stroke, I'm always more aware of my stress. Like, I'm like, "Uh -uh." uh-uh. My Mm -hmm. grandmother had a heart attack. So it was too close to home, as far as I was concerned, to not be cognizant of what's going on in my body when it comes to stress and trying to control that. So I kept having these symptoms. I said, wait a minute, this is on my left side. Mm -hmm. This could be like, on the first thing, stroke, right? That's what I'm thinking. I go in, same exact thing. Do all the tests, everything. EKGs, I mean, you name it. EEGs, like all of that. And, right. then, and even did um, a cardiac test. And I can't remember the technical name. You probably know it better than me. Um, but where I ran on a treadmill. Stress, stress test. test. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, running on the treadmill and all this stuff. And I'm like, they're like, nothing. And I'm like, but I know how I feel. Right. And something's wrong. Go to a neurologist. That's where we locate the gliosis scar. So being an advocate, not only of your health, but being an advocate for the things that are going on in your mind. You have to, and this, and this is biblical, you all, take captive every thought. Every thought. And the reason is because when you take captive of it, you are able to identify this is of God. I need to I need to look at this. Lord, right. help me see what this is, right? So when you kept experiencing what you're experiencing, not only was this going on in the head, but the body and the mind were not aligned. No. Right? Because it's like one thing's going on mm-hmm. up here in my mind, like, nah, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. But the body's like, hey, hello, I'm sounding all types of alarms on you. I'm going to need you to keep talking, keep right. keep researching, keep asking for revelation, right? And I, I really feel it's so important we as people begin to really acknowledge the thoughts that come into our mind and begin to subject them, take them captive and ask Christ to be like, okay, what is this? Right. Reveal what this is. Be it with people. We've had conversations. We were talking earlier um, offline about uh, just relationships and the revealing of some people don't need to be so connected to you. Right. A lot of the stress that you experience today is because some of the people you got are attached. Literally, they're like leeches. They're like funny. And they weighing you down. Yes, because this morning I had a thought don't allow their stress to stress you because Mm. we do that. And who you're connected with, that person will bring you down so much faster with issues that don't even pertain to you. Now, I'm not saying don't listen to your sister, don't help yourself, but you got those people that that's all they do. That's it. And that... They live in that space. Yes, that leech you were talking about. You can't... You have to really be mindful. When we talk about ear gates and what we see and Mm -hmm. what we speak, now I get it at 47... Or how do, I don't even know you how know old what? I am. You know what? Stop it. 
<laughs> however old I am. Now I get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh like gosh. how important it is to protect those things because right. your mind right. is a battleground and we're constantly in battle with our own selves. So we don't need any help. Absolutely. And I think that I know for me this year, and this is why Mind Matters is a series we're going to close out the year with you all because as you go into the new year, something that was dropped to me from God in my prayer time, my quiet time, was there will be no hidden thing mm. going into 2020. No hidden thing. Everything will be Everything revealed. Everything will be revealed. Love you hear it. me? Yes. And so while while many are attaching to this 2020 vision, you know, we're going to be clear. You're going to be clear all right. So if you haven't aligned yourself like you need to, if right. you're, you're out of alignment with what God is asking you to do, what you know you're called and purpose to be and do, you're connected to people you ain't got no business to be. And it's going to be made. Oh, it's going to like, woo. When I clear. say the unraveling mm-hmm. of mess, it's just going to be right there. But then also those who have been seeking answers and, and seeking how to move and do in this purpose, that's going to be answered too. And that was huge for me because I know I have my hands in a lot of different things. And one thing I realized from a stressful state, I was doing too much, literally. And I had to, and I I did a teaching recently at my church about gifts and talents and knowing the difference. Right. And I realized that although I'm gifted in the area of wisdom, that is something that God's given me. Because some stuff that come out, I'll be like, Lord, um... That was interesting. And it worked. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to make it. I don't want to tell nobody nothing. Steer them down a dark path. Right. But I realized he's gifted me a certain level of wisdom. But at the same time, my talent is speaking and writing. Right. So that's the area he wants to me be wants me to be abundant in my speaking and my writing. Whether I'm emceeing, I'm speaking. That's the right. energy I put forth. Whether I'm writing, I'm able to provide that wisdom. But again, you won't pay for that. That's going to be a little different. That's what he showed me is the talent. Right. But the gift is an intangible. You can't put a price tag on wisdom. Right. It's an intangible thing. Right. But what I started to realize is there were so many people. Oh, I want you to, you got to come and collaborate with me on this. And we we need to get together and talk about this. And I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds like cool. Okay. Yeah, sure. And then I'm all over the place. Right. And then I get home and I'm exhausted. I can't be the mother I need to be to my sons. I can't really put them all into my own thing that I need to be focused in on because I've spread myself so thin. Then I'm not working out. Then I'm like, I just need to rest. And then next thing I know, because I have that gliosis scar, I look at it as God allowing that to stay as a reminder, this is this is the way I know you're going too far. Because as soon as I get to a certain level of stress, even though I think I'm handling it, right, right, and I'm built to do this, that, and the other, I will have what's called an episode. Mm-hmm. The problem is, though, because it does mimic stroke-like symptoms, I can't dismiss it and say, oh, it's just the gliosis scar acting up. I go to the emergency room every time. Because I can't differentiate between right. the two, right? I, I, I'm not going to be able to say for sure, oh, it, this didn't happen. I, when I say I get numb and it comes all the way up to my jaw, my left side, I start talking with a slur. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, I really don't want to go in for them to tell me it's nothing. But who am I to say? It's nothing. Because stress will kill you. It will. I watched it break. And stress will do a thing on a person from your self-esteem, your confidence about yourself. It will do a number like no other. And that's the danger of social media. Don't get me started on that. That's the danger. And as you go into this mindful series, we see so much on social media, but we have to remember what we don't see is the inside of people and what they really go. We don't. The picture shows so much. Right. But it doesn't tell the truth. And so being mindful of who you connect with in those type of spaces. Yeah. 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 
this is why, and this is also why what I've learned, and and, and I've learned some because of different wounds right. that they've had to, that they have yet to heal from. There'll be this need to, well, you don't never post about this about me, or you don't say this and that about me. And I'm like, well, let me explain something to you about how I roll with social media. I like to promote those things that are out there for people to attend, things that are good. It, it speaks to the person that I am. But I'm not going to make sure everybody knows, hey, I'm connected to Tara. You know, Black Heart Association, she right. found, like, it's not about you seeing who all I'm connected to. So look at me, look at me. Right. Right. But I think people get caught up in image. Oh. Right. They oh get caught God, up in that, choked. Yes. like the image of look who I'm connected to, look who is my friend, look who we we doing this, we doing that. And so for me, I say this and family, you hear me say it all the time. Privacy is peace. I don't let everybody know. Like just the mere fact that they've seen that we're connected here and there. You wouldn't believe how many inboxes. I know you choke. I done made the girl choke because she she feeling what I'm saying. <laughs> I done got her going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we ain't got no water for her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She got cocoa. That ain't going to help. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it's so true. And you, it's it, people live in a space where they are like image, 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 image. Oh, my gosh. Let's get her some water. We got some water. Use me. <laughs> I feel bad, y'all. Okay. It's no, it's not. I've got to cry and everything. <laughs> oh, Lord. But it is, it's one of those things where I am so tired, even when it came to me allowing people a glimpse of my relationship, right? I, I, I just was like, even that, I can't tell you how many inboxes or how many, um, you're good. We're going to get this under control. Look, we, we over here towards the end of the show and we over here got this woman gagging. Dear God. I'm so sorry. We're going to help her. We're going to help her. <laughs> it's okay. But I, I really am in a state of mind where stop living for, this is what it is. And for those of you who are not uh, followers of Christ, but are curious, and that's the point of this whole podcast. And for those who are, but just need to be, get, get sound, more sound in your footing. I really am big on this is what it is to be Christ-like, be in the image of him. She over here laughs. She can't help it. Uh, the image of him and not the image of what the world wants you to be. That's good. Because so often that's what we do. And I don't, I mean, I can't even tell you the level of people I'm connected to. Celebrity as well. But why do I not put that out there? That's not for you. I do it according to whatever God shows me. This is the time to show this connection because this is what I want to do. And this is what it's going to do for whoever he wants it for. Right. Everybody can't handle that. They can't. Everybody cannot handle that. It's, it's, and that has a lot to do with wounds that you have not addressed internally. And that's why we're talking about this today. Mind matters because a lot of what you see from an image perspective of what people put out there, and this is what the enemy is so crafty with. He will flash what you desire, but there is destruction going on inside. And it's so big that when we take the time to close out this year, as you are closing out this year and you start thinking about what's going on with your family, with your friends, with your purpose, with your businesses, all these different things, I really want you to begin to ask yourself, am I living for the image of what the world wants and I'm taking myself further and further away from what I desire or am I living in the space of what I know I'm called and created to do? That's going to be huge. Now, I, I hold my sister, we, I, don't, I don't made her gag. I, I done went in too, too, too hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, 
But I wanted to close out this show for sure. You got to tell the people. I'm trying to let you get it together. I want you to tell the people what you got going on, girl. And and she's going to be back. And here's why. She has a book um, that we did not touch on on purpose because I do want her to talk about that. That touches on childhood trauma. It, I mean, it touches on a lot. There's a lot of layers there. I yes. love the title. Yeah. And all of that. So I want you to tell people what you got going on as we get into this new year. I know, right? Okay, y'all, I'm back. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, I just, I hit a chord. That's all. It's okay. Lipstick and coffee. Um, Yes. It is all about childhood trauma. So my voice is totally different now, but that's okay. okay. You sound sound sexy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, Childhood trauma, you know, it starts in the wound. Yes, it does. And so when I had my heart attacks, it was all about stress, Cole. Yeah. And so some things I hadn't let go. And so lipstick and coffee, erasing the stains, was me letting go of that childhood trauma, that pain. And I had to stop internalizing because I had killed myself. But what, where did the title come from? I never asked you that. I love that title. I just don't know where it came from. Let me tell you, uh, one of my favorite spaces is museums. And we brunched at the museum in uh, yes, we Fort did. not too long ago. And it was wonderful. Uh, well, a year ago, seems like yesterday. I know, right? But I was sitting there by looking out um, their windows and it's right by some water the way they have it uh, made. And so I had drunk some coffee and my lipstick stain was there, but the coffee was running down. Mm. And I said, wow, because I had been praying about a title. See, we we pray and then we rush to our own decisions while I just sat still and waited. And so I said, that's us. We put on our lipstick to be pretty. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the night, we erase it and nobody sees that part of it. Nobody sees the stains yeah. of our lipstick. Mm. And so that's kind of where that's it good. came from. So I was erasing the perfection of me. Yeah. And just being real for a change. Yeah. And so uh, and letting go of all of that hurt, all of that pain, everything that I had started to just hide. I was faking. Mm. And so I had... My heart attacks was because I needed to die to self. Yeah. And God was trying to show me that. And he showed me. And I listened. And that's where Lipstick and Coffee, Erasing the Stains, the title came up from. I love it. I love it. You guys, this woman is a true powerhouse. What I love about her and what I've been so drawn to Tara about is she's she's just willing to try. And that's an area that because of, and I recognized what it was, because of the wounds of failure that I had experienced, not only through my divorce, but just even prior to that, um, I was afraid to step out again and try something unless I knew for sure, which I don't know how you know anything for right. sure, uh, what's going to work. Or at least I knew it was going to catch the people, right? And I was living in that headspace and I just remember how you would just try. It, I, I'm, I'll try anything. Like I remember she said, <laughs> I'll try anything. I will. Know? And I, I'm glad you recognize that because of most, a lot of people live in fear. Yeah. But time is ticking. Yeah. And if we value God's time, we'll we'll at least try. Yeah. While we're here. And I love the the you're on the clock. Yeah, TikTok. We don't we don't know. We really and truly do not know our expiration date. And I always put it, you know, there are different foods, right? Right. Um that have an expiration date. Uh-huh. We don't know when our expiration date is. We have no clue. You know, I pray diligently that my sons bury me. Now, I don't want it to be anytime soon, but that is the prayer of mine. I've seen too many mothers and fathers lose their children and they're still here. That is not what we saw for ourselves. And for me, I'm like, no, I want them to bury me. 
I do not want to bury either one of my sons. And so I pray and I talk to them in a way, make wise decisions. And what does that mean? Take what mama has told you and taught you and take what she's shown you by way of the word. Bounce that situation up against it. If it does not, Bring peace. If it does not align, don't do it. Right. And that's a don't agree for to mothers. it. Oh. That's a stressor for your heart. As it mothers, is. Especially as black mothers with the way of the world today. Yeah. Um, but one thing you can definitely be guilty of showing them is living life to the wheels fall off. Yeah. And trying. Yeah. And failing. And yeah. starting again. Yeah. My sons, they, they see that a lot with mama. Yeah. And, and that I... I, I pride myself in in terms of just being able to show them. I don't. I don't care what it is. Mama's gonna get out there. We're gonna make it. Then we're mm-hmm. gonna land. No matter what, it may not look like we're gonna land on our feet, but we're gonna land and we're gonna be good. We're Let's keep it moving, good. right? Yeah. Well, I have surely enjoyed having you, ma'am. I'm so sorry I made you choke. I don't. I feel bad. I think I'm gonna treat her. We we getting we having brunch later, so yes. I think I'm gonna treat her. I think because oh, I, I done made her choke. I done messed up your whole show. I'm so sorry. Cole. You did not. See, now I already know. We're talking about mind matters, folks. I know she's already thinking in her head. I done choked all up on this show. Uh, this is not what I came in here to do. That is not sexy. No. Girl, stop so it. Sorry. That's why it's candid and candid, it's real. And it's real. And it's raw. Because if we were sitting at that table with some food, you still would have gagged. And I still would have said, Lord, I done made a joke. Somebody get us some water. Yes. <laughs> so, Lord, family, you know, we cannot have a topic this rich without having oh. some word attached to it. Um, I was thinking about this the whole time. And I said, there's more to this verse that I have not memorized yet. So I want to share it with you now. It's coming from Romans, the 12th chapter. Uh, starting at the second verse. So it's Romans, the 12th chapter, starting at the second verse. It says, and this is the God's word translation. I really enjoy how this one reads. Don't become like the people of this world. Instead, change the way you think. Then you will always be able to determine what God really wants, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. Because of the kindness that God has shown me, I ask you not to think of yourselves more highly than you should. Instead, your thoughts should lead you to use good judgment based on what God has given each of you as believers. Our bodies have many parts, but these parts don't all do the same thing in the same way, even though we are many individuals. Christ must Christ makes us one body and individuals who are connected to each other. That made me think of the fact of what we're talking about when we think of the heart, right? What you have and what you allow to come into your mind, what you allow to come into your ears, what you allow to be spoken over you and what you speak all connects right back to that heart. And God even tells us the heart is deceptive. Hmm. Because there's so much going on and traveling through it. When you think about your mind and what you allow to come in your mind that attacks your heart, can you imagine the confusion that continues to arise around you and within you? And this is where stress gets so insane. Why we have individuals like Tara Robinson who is telling you, sound the alarm. How do you sound the alarm? Something's wrong. Lord, reveal. Lord, tell me what to do. And if you know what to do, do it. Some of us get to praying. I'm just going to pray and wait. No, no. God is an ever, he's an all-powerful, all-present, ever-moving God. Okay? So that means he's always doing something. So that is praying and not moving is not part of the plan. Okay, you know, I'm just saying. So as we close out this show, I just really want you guys, and if I can't press upon you, um, be cognizant of what's coming into your mind. It affects so much. We talked about the heart today. We're going to talk about some more. Um, And it's really important that you begin to assess as we get closer and closer to the end of this year. What have I not came to reconcile with? What have I not came to decide that I I reject that? 
that has been spoken over me. I reject this relationship because it's toxic and it's not feeding where God is trying to take me to. Let's let's do the work. So we get into 2020 and we really start walking the way we should. Tara, let the people know how they can get a hold to you, ma'am. Oh, you can reach me on social media, Survivor Tara Robinson, or you can just connect with us at Black Heart Association. We're on all social media channels. Just holler at your girl any of those ways, uh, especially if you're facing a crisis yes. and you're not sure what it is. If you're talking about heart health or even a mental health, you can connect with me. Just hit me in my DM. There it is. is Drop DM? it in a DM. Drop it in a DM. Yeah. Yes, I am here for you if you should need me. Amen. And then what else you got going on? Like stretch, flex, oh, and chill, right? Oh, the healing house. Make yes. sure you come in. My husband are all about healing. Come and check us out on December 26th at Stretch, Flex, and Chill. Men, black men, come out and join us at, at a moment to just stretch, flex, and chill. That's and he good at it, y'all. Yes, my husband is good at what he, he does. He is phenomenal. He knows the body well. The Robinsons are good people to know. I'm glad I know them. So that's it, family. You know how I say it. It is time to make sure we keep this dialogue happening. Tara's told you. Make sure you DM her if you have questions and situations you're dealing with with your health, especially matters of the heart. You know what to do when it comes to No Ordinary Church Girl. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. And last but not least, you know what I say. May your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. I love you. 